meatballs, pepperoni. Oh, good morning, Ryan. Oh, good morning, Kyle. Today we are in a car. In a car, yes, we are. We actually, this is quite exciting. This is this is an exciting thing. So, um, this is the first time that we've actually made an episode that's like gonna come out literally in an hour from now. We're doing this at eleven o'clock at night because we are in a production of Godspell at uh, Gary's in the River um, in Spencer, Iowa. Um, check it out. I mean, all the tickets are sold out, but like, if you have tickets. Please come to the show. I mean, why wouldn't you have already bought tickets? I mean, that's how that works. Right? Yeah. yeah, I don't know. We don't need to really advertise it because it's all sold out, but still, we're, we're talking about it. It's a thing we're doing. It's a thing talking about. But so today, it's taking up our time. But, but today, today, yes. we are going to be talking about Iron Man 3, starring Robert Downey, Robert Downey Jr. Robert Downey Jr., um, uh, Don Cheadle, um... And it's directed by Shane Black. That's that's that's, that's, that's what we know. And it's and that's, it's Gwyneth, and it's Gwyneth Paltrow in it. Don't worry about that. And uh, is it uh, what's his name? Is it his name, Guy Ritchie? Another the the villain guy. Mm-hmm. He's in it too. There's there's lots of people in this movie. Um, the reason that we're just so random right now is because also um, Natalie wasn't able to be with us with this episode to record our intro either. So we're just kind of we're winging it, you know. This is gonna be exciting. This is exciting. Right. Um. Oh, good morning. Here we go. Here we go. So, Iron Man 3. Thoughts on it? Oh, I I think I really... I, I enjoyed this movie. I think this is the most interesting of the Iron Man movies to me. It really... This this trilogy really reminds me of Men in Black. Have you watched Men in Black trilogy? I have not. Men in Black trilogy starts out with a great first movie. And then we get the second movie, which is, in my opinion, garbage. And in my opinion, in Iron Man 2, not as much garbage, but it's just not as well received and not as great in my opinion um but then um we get the third movie which does something completely different and though it's i don't think it has holds up as well as the first movie i think it's still a solid solid part of the franchise and i think it really um it does something different with the character which is really cool yeah so yeah for me i thought iron man 3 i think uh going back and watching it has definitely been my favorite movie to go back and rewatch. Um, I, I don't know. I just loved everything from the whole plot twist, uh, somewhat towards the third act of the film. Um, and, uh, just everything about the film is just like, is what Marvel I feel like is. And it's just so fantastic. I love all the suit stuff. Um, all of the transformation from Iron Man into, you know, actually being a full fledged human now because he doesn't have the thing in his heart. So it's just a really, really well done movie. Um, going back and rewatching it has been my favorite out of the trilogy. Um, I still, the second holds a near and dear place to my heart. So does the first, but I don't know. It's just great movie, great trilogy to definitely end on. Yeah. I think, um, I listened to an interview with Kevin Feige, the, um, CEO of Marvel. I mean, he was, he's kind of like the showrunner of Marvel. Like kind of like if Marvel was a TV show, he'd be the showrunner. Yeah. Um, but he said that every time they try to make a third movie, um, they try to do something completely different, which I mean, we won't spoil the future movies because we're going to still try to make it through all the rest of the MCU movies. Um, but, uh, you know, he kind of, he does do this with this movie and he does it with, in my opinion, Captain America and Thor, um, Ragnarok. Um, just doing something completely different with the third movie. I think it also, it does something different to a character that we've seen everything else because in like Avenger you could say Avengers Age of Ultron is like the third Iron Man movie or Avengers the Avengers movie I mean literally the Avengers movie feels like a third Iron Man movie in some ways like you could have called it Iron Man 3 Avengers yeah. team up or something like that but they 
instead of just pumping out another cash grab, I think they tried to do something different, which is it's really interesting for a movie studio, especially at the time that this movie was coming out. They actually they're like, oh, we got to have longevity with this Marvel Cinematic Universe idea. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I will say, like, a lot of these, um, like, movies that we're going to be reviewing and watching again, um, a lot of them are, yeah, based on this, like, three movies and done and always trying to one-up the next movie. Um, Yeah. Honestly, out of the whole, like, just everything of Marvel and trilogies, I would say, I mean, obviously, I think Avengers is pretty easy and clear about, like, number one. Um, But... Yeah, Captain America's great. This is fantastic. Honestly, you couldn't think of anything else better to end on than Iron Man 3. And honestly, I I love the villain in this film, like, so much. I just think he's such a well-thought-out villain. And it's so clever the way that they use the terrorist organization to kind of introduce the Mandarin. But lo and behold, it's not the Mandarin. And I think it's just one of my favorite plot twists, like, ever to happen in a movie. Um, what were your like negative like thoughts towards? I mean, negative thoughts. What are your what didn't what didn't you like about the movie? What didn't like really work for you? Ooh, okay. This time around, do you want um, me to go first? If you yeah if you, yeah yeah yeah, I'll think about so, it. So <clears throat> this time around, just really thinking about it, I really like the first time around. I really enjoyed the villain and I enjoyed the twist and I thought it was went really well. But actually, going back, I've actually have read the comics and stuff since the movie has come out, and I've read like about the Mandarin and I've learned a little bit more about that character in general. And in the comics, that character is a racist stereotype. It is played by usually an um, it's if they went by the comics, it'd be played by an Asian character, and this character would be um, it it could fall into a danger zone of being almost um, stereotypical and um, in a lot of ways offensive. And I think they tried to play it safe by having um, Ben Kingsley play the role and be uh, a fake Mandarin. But at the same time, I'm just like I don't know. Maybe, I don't know, maybe they could have done something else. And I feel like the Mandarin is such an iconic Iron Man villain that it really upset a lot of fans. And when this movie came out, like, people were like, why didn't you cast another Asian character? Because there's no Asian characters in the MCU, really. Yeah. That's the thing. And it would have brought that representation, but also at the same time, that racist stereotype. It could have been dangerous in that way. Um, Not dangerous, more, it could have been just really offensive in that way. And um, looking at it this time, I think that really just bothered me. I'm, just, I'm like, I wish this is such a cool thing to do. And I think the Mandarin was a, it was cool, but I feel like maybe something else. The terrorist organization really worked, especially for the time this movie came out too. Like, yeah. I think America is was paranoid and is paranoid, and that is excellent. Everything runs on fear. Yeah, in a lot of ways. Yeah, that's that's interesting. I didn't really, <clears throat> yeah, think of it that way. I, I don't know. I would say, like, something that I didn't particularly like about the movie was, um, I don't know, I just felt like Iron Man's progression um, in this movie definitely felt more prevalent, at least at the beginning, because it feels like he goes through this constant cycle of, like, having to relearn everything that he's learned in the past movies and even through Avengers and stuff. So it's just, like, um, at the beginning, how he's just, like, this very stubborn, this very egotistical man where he's like, oh, if you uh, don't attack the people, attack my house. So, which, I mean, is very unselfish of him. So, I mean, it, it is kind of like... Um, it does show him, his anger, arrogance. Like, I yeah. think that stays true to his character. But I think what you're getting at is, like, 
a lot of these changes don't last. Like, he changes in Iron Man 2. It doesn't last through the Avengers. Mm-hmm. He changes in Iron Man 1. It doesn't last to Iron Man 2. Especially in this movie, I feel like when we go forward in the MCU, if you're watching along with us, you'll really notice that this change did not last at all. He says, I'm going to get rid of all my suits. And what do you know? In the next movie, he has suits. Of course he does, because he's Iron Man. And you have to keep Robert Downey Jr. on. This could have been a farewell movie to him. I'm glad it wasn't, because we get some other great other Iron Man moments in the MCU. But... I feel like this movie feels like it wants to be the end of his character, but at the same time, it it's not really... It's a satisfying payoff for, like, just the end the trilogy, but I just don't think it's... It, it doesn't really end the character. Like, kind of, like, we'll, we'll watch, like, Captain America Civil War, and we'll watch Thor Ragnarok, and I feel like those are satisfying, like, conclusions, even though the character goes on. Mm-hmm. For the char- those are satisfying conclusions, but I feel like Iron Man three just doesn't stick the landing on like a conclusion for the character, which is fine because the MCU is they could have made an Iron Man four and the MCU is constantly changing and stuff, but um, I don't know this it just didn't land as hard as the other ones. So I grew up watching the Iron Man like trilogy, like I watched uh, Iron Man one. I-, I didn't watch it right in theater, but. Um, I watched it at a fairly, fairly young age when all the rest of the films had come out. Same with, like, Iron Man 2, and uh, Iron Man 3 was another one of these movies. But this one, I want to say I watched, like, literally right when it came out. So, uh, for me, like, it did feel like the ending um, of, like, this whole story. So, like, for me, it was sad because I didn't know what I was expecting as a little kid because we didn't, you know, we particularly use the internet all the time. Um, But, yeah, I don't know. Just everything about this film just... It was so nostalgic. Just the whole trilogy, too, yeah. is just so nostalgic. And you know what else is nostalgic? This is another ad break, just warning you. You know what else is nostalgic? Um, the EP that has just been released by artist Levi R. Star. That has a dot in it. Levi R. Dot star. That's how you spell it. There it is. And you can listen to it now on a lot of streaming platforms. There's a lot of them you can listen to on. But here's an ad for it. Voiced by the wonderful, wonderful, wonderful Travis Rowe. This episode of Oh Good Morning, a pop culture podcast, is brought to you by Jeff, the Delivery Guy. Jeff, the Delivery Guy is a new album from artist Levi R. Starr and is produced by Coffee Beans Music. But first, before the release of the album in late August, a new EP titled Another Day, Another Dollar will be released on August 6th, which will be followed by the album's release on August 27th. Jeff the Delivery Guy will give you all the old school and retro vibes to brighten your day. You've heard of Donkey Kong and the Mario Brothers, but get ready for Jeff the Delivery Guy. He's ready to deliver your sandwich. Jeff the Delivery Guy is available on all streaming platforms on August 27th. For more information, visit coffeeboys.wixsite.com home. Thank you, Travis, for that wonderful, wonderful message about... Levi R. Star's new EP and album coming out very soon. Anyway, Iron Man 3. I feel like we're at a point where this is this movie just sits in a funny place too in the MCU. Do you agree? Like I feel like there's a lot of really good movies in the MCU. Surrounded around this Surround, yeah. time at least. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I feel like if there wasn't, like, that's the one thing about the MCU that really bothers me a lot of the time, because we're just like, there's some pretty good movies. Like I think this movie has it's a good twist, and I enjoy, and I enjoy the character of Trevor Slattery that Ben Kingsley play, and I enjoy um, Iron Man actually dealing with like um, panic attacks. That was something that was like that really like watching it around this time. Uh, as someone who just has deals with some issues like that, it really was kind of cool this time around um, to see a character 
that is he's not really put on a pedestal all the time but like see a, a superhero deal with human issues which I think in the MCU they do better after this point with a lot of those things which is awesome yeah I know it kind of actually like makes this film even stand out even more because um, at the time this was released what was it like 2012 2013 I think because it was the first yeah. movie after the Avengers kind of like wrapping up and starting I guess phase three you would call it so we're we're technically ending our phase one season with this yeah but but yeah. like even in 2013 we wouldn't even like think I think maybe the conversations were starting to come up about mental health but like mental health has not been a topic at all talked about um, for anyone for Oh God! Since probably about twenty seventeen is probably when the big conversations really started coming up, and yeah, it's just that's why I think this film stands out so much, uh, just because it's just it's so prevalent too, and even with like the terrorist organizations, like we have a oh, whole yeah. bunch of terrorist organizations still out there, and um, I know like even if we watched it back when like Al Qaeda was a thing, or and. Or I guess Al Qaeda was back in during 9/11, so that was way before our time. But, but never yeah, mind. like I think talking about that, like th- this movie does a lot of things that are different than other MCU movies, especially at the time too. Like for all the issues I have with it, I'm gonna get a, give it credit because it does a lot of really cool things. He deals with panic attacks, he deals with um, terrorist organizations, and he deals with um, the consequences of. Um, hurting people around him like before it's like a lot of um not actually hurting them not them and dying but there's actually a threat of like pepper pots dying in this movie which is something that we didn't really see in the other movies as much there was like a scene in iron man 2 but that's it yeah and i think this does a good job with that yeah i don't, I don't know i just i think this the, the film just overall just holds up very well especially like with the movie surrounded around it like you have uh, Winter Soldier out, and you have the first Avengers out. I don't think the second Avengers was out because it was like 2015, right? Yeah, it would. Uh, the second Avengers, yeah, 2015, it wouldn't have been out yet. So it it goes. Actually, we're gonna sneak peek of next season of this. Um, there's uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. We're gonna go back to back, kind of like a double episode. Just hit you right in the face with a with a big mm-hmm. one you know and then we go to Avengers Age of Ultron and then we just continue from there yeah so I mean just surrounded by a whole bunch of just fantastic movies um, being made at the time so I mean it, it still I think holds up at least for me as uh, one of the top tier movies especially even for um, just it's solo standalone films yeah um, what were kind of our what, what were your overall thoughts on this Ryan oh gosh well I know we really kind of oh, we did a lot of overall thoughts in this yeah. movie because I think we both come to a sense that this does a lot of really cool things. Yeah, I think I honestly the movie does a lot of cool things. Everyone needs to watch it. Like this is just an absolute must watch. I don't care if you have not watched anything up to this point and you are just or you're just listening to us just to like to get our take on it. Like seriously, if you've watched it already, go rewatch it. If you haven't watched it yet, what are you doing? Yeah. Click off of this. I don't care. Go. Go watch it. But um, I, I just think it's a very, very well-made film. I think it is v- very well directed that um, I think the director kind of actually got a little bit of payback from what the second reviews were of it. And um, Well, this is a different director. Oh, Did it you is? Realize that? I thought it was that's still... Why it's uh, so, that's why it's so different. No, it's not John Favreau. Oh, I thought it was John Favreau. It's Shane Black. 
Sorry, John Favreau, you kind of got screwed by Marvel, but he got to direct the Jungle Book and the Lion King remake and the Mandalorian, so he kind of, he kind of, just, he definitely redeemed himself. Yeah, he definitely got yeah, that, all that money that, in the. He had to wait a little, yeah, he lot later. Yeah, but <clears throat> anyway, I just think that overall, film is just fantastic. There's a few things here and there, but like very very nitpicky things so honestly if you're just gonna go watch and sit down and enjoy it it's a fantastic film yeah I also really enjoyed this movie I think um, I was just thinking about this as you were talking um, uh, the new The Suicide Squad came out it's not a sequel it's just a standalone movie to this um, can, like in the DCEU that, um, uh, that Warner Brothers is putting out um, but this movie reminds me of that in a lot of ways I just watched that movie um, today and that movie really kind of just stood by itself, and I feel like Iron Man three really stands by itself as it as not really connected to anything else. It feels like just in the world of Iron Man, and we don't see really any other characters come up, and we it just feels so contained, but also it lives and thrives in this universe. And I think that's something that I didn't really think of before that I also should give it credit for. But also, just kind of wrapping this up as what well, my final thoughts were. Um, I, I just think it did a lot of really cool things. It talks about issues that we don't see in every Marvel movie. Heck, we don't see in um, most Marvel movies and probably until last this last year when we saw Falcon the Winter Soldier where they actually dealed with some real issues and the stakes were t like truthful to what the U.S. and what the world is today, which is really awesome. And I think this movie was ahead of its time in the MCU in a lot of ways. But yeah. Even though I do have some problems with it, and I mentioned those earlier, I think it does some really cool things. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, what else does really cool things? What? What's caffeinating us? Oh my gosh! <laughs> Ryan, what is caffeinating you? Well, right now at the moment, it is actually a lot of energy drinks. Yeah. But, if we are on the topic of pop culture, um... No matter how many times I've heard it on the radio in the truck while I'm working, the Olivia Rodrigo album is not terrible. Like I actually kind of enjoy it. I also enjoyed it. It's very good. Yeah, I think I think she actually did very very well, um, just with the music and it's fresh, it's new, it's it, it's just really really well done. Yeah. Um, another album I'm also looking forward to is Ben Platt's new album. It's called like. Review. I can't pronounce it either. Don't like worry. That. Yeah, it's it's. What well, we will something. the next episode. I, I'm not gonna promise this because we're probably gonna forget. We will, we will try. <laughs> we will look up the pronunciation of Ben Platt's new album and try to figure out what the heck. It's like Reverie or something. Reverie. Like, That's rever what I think it is. Oh, it might be Reverie. Yeah. I don't know what that is. Oh my is god! That? No, it's a word. Is it? I don't, I don't know what don't it means, know. but I've heard we, it. We will Google it. Okay. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, that's very good. I'm excited for that too. Yeah. And Kyle, what is caffeinating you? What is caffeinating me? I'm so glad you asked because this brand new show that has just come out, and I think it's like, it's on its fourth episode now. I think it's gonna have six episodes. So this didn't just come out, but it's 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 a newer show. Um, Schmigadoon. If you haven't heard of it, this is a show on Apple TV Plus that is literally a 1940s musical. It's callbacks to Rodgers and Hammerstein. It's it pays homage to like every single one of those movies if you ever not movies musicals so if you ever like were in one of those musicals or even are a fan of Rodgers and Hammerstein or a fan of musicals this show just parodies it parodies parodies it and the cast is incredible I'm gonna be honest like 
um, Dove Cameron and uh, Keegan Michael Key is in this thing. It is, it is so funny. <laughs> it is, it is a really funny show, and it does a lot of really good things. I was not expecting it to be this good because musical TV shows don't always aren't always as well received. Like Crazy Ex Girlfriend, even though I really enjoyed that show, wasn't as well received. And same thing with um, that Castle show. I don't remember what that was. Uh, Castle something. I don't know. Uh, it wasn't that well received. But I think this movie does very a lot of justice to good musical theater. And, like, there is some hilarious stuff in there. It's a definitely something to check out if you haven't. If you're a fan of theater, of course. Or just a fan of just, like, classic movies. I think yeah. it does a lot of... Just the way it plays with um, stereotypes in, like... Um, gender roles is hilarious like the, the basket contest in Oklahoma yeah. we were both in Oklahoma by the way if, just to bring that up um, but there's a basket contest and they literally do that in the show and it's hilarious they like bit off their yes, baskets and, but there's like a hilarious twist on it it's, a, really? it's, a, it's really fun see, I see from looking at the trailers it looks like a Wizard of Oz no it's like it's like Brigadoon well, yeah, I know uh, yeah. it's like Brigadoon, but like this look of it, yeah, yeah, the yeah. look of it is like a wizard. It's of very, Oz it's a very bit. colorful. It's like it is nineteen forties musical, and it, it does it very well. Just so, so far, that, I don't, I don't know what the finale is going to look like. I don't know how the show is going to end, but I really, I do enjoy it. Anyway, we should probably wrap things up because we've been talking for like twenty one minutes now. It's probably going to be less than that because we're gonna, we're gonna edit stuff. <gasps> it's called. Sleep. Did you actually know we don't do this live? No, we don't. This is, this is interesting. Wow. I don't think the, the viewers know this, but no. I mean, unless you're watching, then you will actually see us be cutting. Yeah, we're going to be cutting. Like, you'll see me in the editing room. You'll see a camera angle. No, you're not. Um, anyway, next week, <laughs> next, next week, we are going to be talking with Chandler Todd about The Hunchback of Notre Dame, another musical. I mean, we're just bringing up musicals all over again. I think yeah. it, we're just going to take a break from Marvel. We're going to talk about The Hunchback of Notre Dame, and then we come back with a much requested special. Um, Bo Burnham's Inside with Miko Contemo Gonzalez, and that should be fun. Yeah. That should be a, yes. a good that'll time. That'll be awesome. Yeah, that'll be awesome. Well, I hope you have, well, we, we should probably end this now because we probably both need to get some sleep. Well, I think we have to end this like we used to end the last ones. And with that, check out the old TikTok, the old oh, Facebook, yeah. and the Instagram, yeah. and the YouTube, the and the... Oh yeah, this because we are recording. That's that's interesting. Yeah, we are recording live. Yeah. Yes, we'll check them out out right here. I'm I'm as I'm pointing my arms, <laughs> you'll see it flash on the screen like everything. right now. Everything <laughs> is just on there permanently. Like before, it was just like flashing on and off. It was kind of cool. That's how I was gonna. I'm gonna edit it. I decided now, just now. <laughs> anyway, I really we really hope you enjoyed this episode. Um, we are gonna go through some changes in this the next season after these last two episodes of this season. Um, just to see how uh, audience reaction is to that but we're constantly evolving let us know if you have any um, comments concerns about um, Oh Good Morning a Pop Culture Podcast and we would love your input and leave us stars on Apple Podcasts we always forget to say that yes and feel free to DM us your concerns you yes. guys don't even have to if, comment if you, on public if you really hate if you really hate our podcast please just message us and let us know <laughs> with that have a wonderful morning and oh good morning oh good night oh good night